Listener Production. Like some to die for yogurt on some perfectly soaked burger. Bad boys get all the yum yum. Yes. Yum yum good. Yum yum good. It's Matt and Alex all day breakfast. Tell you what, we talked about playing yourself over uh, a couple of days ago on uh, on Matt and Alex all day breakfast and kind Daiso. Of. <laughs> what do you mean? Well, we got sidetracked a little bit, as yeah, tends to happen on this podcast. A lot of people thinking you were inappropriate for talking uh, whilst on the phone, defecating I, on, the, on the on the. Well, hey, I don't, I don't do it mid-act. I just mean that if I'm still on the toilet when the phone calls, I will answer it. Wait, you okay? don't. You never podcast from the toilet, do you? <laughs> no, you're the one who does it without his pants on. For God's sake, at least I'm clothed when I'm on this thing. What? You you said that you do oh no you do the Zoom call sometimes with no pants on when we do our meetings yeah meetings yeah oh yeah and I'm the grub good one <laughs> so Sophia I can't even want to start this story now because we've just been sidetracked again it's end of the week these things happen no go on tell us about Sophia your wonderful daughter Sophia always wants a story so she'll say like you know tell us a story tell us a story so I I just have to come up with stories that like things that happened to me when you know times I got in trouble when I was a kid or just tell her to listen to Old Braid Breakfast all the good ones get on this podcast well that's the thing I remember this episode of The Simpsons where Homer starts talking about the movie Speed and the whole joke is he goes I saw this movie about a bus that had to speed around the city keeping its speed over 50 and its speed dropped the bus would explode I think it was called The Bus That Couldn't Slow Down (laughs) (laughs) and um and I always think about that. So I just told my daughter the plot of Speed, right? And now all she ever wants is me. She's like, no, tell me the story about the bus that couldn't stop. And I'm like, um, it's kind of complicated. Wow, because I remember watching that movie at a friend's place quite young and the start of it is quite graphic from memory as well and being freaked out when she was little. Yeah, well, obviously I don't talk about the being hostage taken and shooting your person who's the hostage and blah, blah, blah. Because there's a guy on an elevator and it, like, gets... He goes up into spikes or something. Yeah, yeah it was bad. But I remember... You know those memories that stick with you forever? I remember um, one of the um, one of my next-door neighbours, I went over to their house and after he'd just come home from watching it and he was probably about, oh, 13 or 14... And speed was all over the like the promo TV posters, everything. We were talking about big blockbuster about 1994, and I remember saying, "What was it like? What was it like?" And he, with just the most honesty, the most sincerity in his heart, he just looked him in the eyes and said, "Matt, edge of my seat the entire time." <laughs> and I remember just thinking, "Wow, oh my god, I have to see this movie." So anyways, Sophia's getting a little peek into it uh, nice and early, (laughs) three years old, talking about the bus that couldn't (laughs) slow down. That is the kids' version of speed, isn't it? Yeah, Uh, But look, listen, thank you so much for tuning in to All Day Breakfast today. It's a good day to be doing it because you are about to be getting some live slam poetry. That's right, we've got a guest, 17-year-old Solly Raphael is going to be joining us. He won Australia's slam poetry competition, yes, that when exists at the Opera House when he was 12 years oh old. God. We're going to see what he's been up to recently. He's got a book coming out, but he's also been kind enough to say uh, that, yes, he will perform some slam poetry, which I'm excited about. He'd be in the top 1% of slam poets in Australia, Matt. Oh, absolutely. I cannot wait to uh, hear more from Solly. Very excited. Let's jump right into it. Hey, this is Matt and Alex. All day breakfast. This is just the start. Everyone ready? Let's get this show on the road. Let's go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Matt and Alex. All day breakfast. Now, Matt, there's a lot of chat about the top 1%. 
oh, in the world. Tell me about it. I hate the fact that everyone talks about me behind my back. <laughs> <laughs> Bezos, Musk and Okine. Is that what we're talking about? Yeah. Yeah, that's me. Financially, the top 1% have it pretty sick. They've been greedy all this time, getting all the money um, and keeping it to themselves and then also getting that great moniker of being in the top 1%. So much so that when you say top 1%, you know what people are talking about. But there's Mm. a lot of things out there which is divided into 1%ers. Like in footy, 1%ers, just like those little bits of effort. Oh, well, tell you what, what about, I mean, parents know all about it. Every time go to the doctor, you know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> They're checking the weights, checking the heights. You know, Sophia, top 3% in height. You got a little tall daughter there. Oh, yeah. Very tall. Well, we asked you, what are you in the top 1% of? And uh, thank you very much for getting in touch. Alicia said, I'm the top 0.5% of the band Portugal Demands listeners, according to Spotify. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty, that's. That would be a lot. They're an international band. You yep. are really ripping through some port demand. Bryce said, boys, you were talking to St. Org's primary year three 3D shape drawing champion circa 1996. What, Bryce? One percenter. Right. Ni- I'd be nice looking over that fence, isn't it? The um, top one percent <laughs> owns... <laughs> 50% of the world's 3D draw- shape drawing championships, thanks to <laughs> yeah. Bryce. I'll tell you yeah, that. Three. Leave some 3D shape drawing for the rest of us, Bryce. Milan says, my full name is surely in the top 1%. Milan Hurricane Heart. Wow. That's, That's at a- the top 1% of names. <laughs> it's a sexy name, isn't it? Milan Hurricane Heart. Yeah. I mean, I don't know, I don't know what gender Milan is. Um, no, but... It's a great unisex name, but often, you know, with these fancy names, they do get they do get given as a result of where the particular baby was conceived. So I'm going to say there was some mm. some unusually inclement rev- weather in Italy when Milan <laughs> was merely a glint in their parents' eyes, or or they could be also. It sounds like a boxing name. You know what I mean? Oh, they true. could be up there with the with the you know. Battling out with Jeff Horn or uh, Ronda Rousey. Or Matt the Crumb O'Kine and Alex Ratdog Dyson. Who knows? All right, well, we've got, also got Bonnie on the phone. G'day, Bonnie. Hi, how are you going? Good, thanks, Bonnie. Now, you, uh, you've got a little bit of a top 1%. Actually, you, you're the reason why we, uh, we came up with this topic. The inspiration, yes. The old humble yeah. brag going around <laughs> the, uh, the office. We heard you're you were in just the top 1%. Drop this info on how it sort of came up. Um, I'm not actually sure, but I walked into a conversation that Bron was having with another one of the producers here talking about something, and then I thought it was relevant How'd to it come up, Bonnie? You were just <laughs> dying to tell anybody this. That's how it would have come up. <laughs> and then I mentioned that I was in the um, top 1% of Flybys users in Victoria. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> but I have a confession to make. Mm. Oh! After searching for evidence, I'm actually in the top two percent. Oh, I found shame. a photo. Yeah, one of the banes of my existence is going to a shop and they ask me if I have a rewards card for that shop. But your your eyes must just light up when people ask yeah. you, Bonnie. What what makes you so good at doing flybys? Um, it's that target marketing and reading the emails, um, and just getting free money. 
Yeah, my partner and I were big on the free money bit for a while, where if you spend a certain amount over the, like four weeks, they'll give you like a free, That's just a not big f- chunk of money. That's how I've done it. Yeah. They're always yeah. like, get $50 off, and I'm like, okay. Yeah, but if but- you spend how much? I mean, the more you spend, the more they tell you to spend. That's the problem. Yeah, yeah. Although, to be fair, I've never actually met someone who's flown anywhere. Oh, I did that the other weekend. What? what? With your flybys? <laughs> no, no, with Qantas points. Oh, yeah, but I mean, come yeah, on. Come. I'm talking I'm about flybys. I mean, the whole idea of flybys was yeah. you'd buy stuff and get to fly somewhere. I remember when it first came out, it was yep. revolutionary. Don't know anyone who's actually flown anywhere, but I've certainly used them over the years. And and do you do you uh, do you you know is it just for supermarkets or do you 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 know you do your car service and everything? <laughs> yeah, I um I have gotten my car service just for flybys points at Kmart. Oh my God. <laughs> Mate, they have seen you <laughs> licking their lips when you walk past. You are absolutely everything they could want. You'd bloody rob a bank for some flybys points, <laughs> wouldn't you, Bonnie? <laughs> Tell yep. you're, you're addicted to these things. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you very much, Bonnie. We'll catch you later. Thank you. Bye. And like anyone who wants to get in the top 1% of anything, you've got to be committed. So good on Bonnie for uh, for doing that one. And if you want to get in touch, Alex. Well, Alex Dyson, our next guest is a young gentleman who I have actually was first acquainted through Instagram, or maybe we met at a gig. Either way, (laughs) I've watched this guy just grow bigger and bigger and better and better at what he does uh, across the last couple of years. And he's quite inspiring in the fact that he is uh, only 17 years old, has already published books and was also the youngest ever winner of Australia's Poetry Slam at the Sydney Opera House when he won at the age of 12. Thank you very much. As a youth ambassador for several charities and uh, is is an incredible in-demand speaker for many, many companies d- delivering uh, messages of equality, sustainability, transparency, etc. It's such a pleasure to welcome him to Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. Please welcome Solly Raphael. Thanks, Matt. Honestly, that was one of the most generous intros I've had in a while. So, Look, I mean, I'm a big fan of your uh, of your hustle, bro. You're 17 years old. You're really putting yourself out there. Where did you get this? Like, how early can you think of just going out and getting what you want? Honestly, the first inspiration came when I was five. I was just sitting in class and just watching um, videos on global issues. And that was the first time I was introduced to global issues. And I just had this sudden urge just to want to change the world. And that's that's where it all began. So it's been it's been almost my entire life. <laughs> I tell you what, Sally, this uh, this new book, Twenty Nine Things You Didn't Know About Me. Can you tell us a little bit more? Like it's a bit of a showcase of like multicultural, multi faith society, but keeping it age appropriate for like younger people. What do you what do you find when people are having you know writing things like that for a younger audience? I think a lot of us forget how significant books were in our early childhood and in primary school. Uh, I always kind of go through my old favorites, my old favorite books when when I was in primary school and and even more recently. And I didn't even realize, honestly, it's something I forget just how significant they were and how important they were in uh, my values that I still have today and and what matters to me and where my passions came from. So to be able to write a book like this about multiculturalism, about self-identity and individuality and friendship, some, some big issues, 
um, to be able to write about that in a very fun and positive way for, for this young age group, five to eight-year-olds, um, was such an honour for me and a, a real privilege. 29 Things You Didn't Know About Me. How do you capture such big ideas for younger people? Give us some examples. Absolutely. So it's just really about planting those seeds, starting those conversations. So uh, this story, 29 Things You Didn't Know About Me, uh, it, the, the main character uh, comes from a Mexican background, so a lot of Hispanic features um, in the story. The two main characters, they go on this uh, food jungle adventure. They eat tacos uh, and they just go on this, this wild ride and there's vibrant colours. And so it's really just planting those seeds and starting those conversations in classrooms and bedrooms for young people to start um, you know, working out what different cultures are and how we can celebrate those cultures in in the most positive and fun way possible. Uh, and so that was really the mission for me, was to be able to bring uh, as many of those kind of big issues as possible um, in in really just slipping them into the story in, in the most fun and positive way I possibly can. And so, look, Sully, let's chat about this uh, Australian Slam Poetry Championship. You were the youngest winner ever. You, you, one of the poems that your winning poem went viral. Uh, lots and lots of views uh, online. Guide us through that sort of mentality. Tell us what it was like being on that stage and what the competition was like, who you were up against. Yeah, so there was about a 1,000 poets from from around the nation uh, and they were all adults. So I don't think they'd ever had anyone, maybe a few under 18s, but, but no one as young as I was at 12 before in the competition's history. So it was a crazy experience. Honestly, I, I've done a bit of public speaking and, and debating and those kind of things at school, but to be going straight to a stage like the Sydney Opera House was was just crazy. And so when you were about to take the stage, I mean, do you get, is it sort of like a heats and a finals thing? Yeah. So I'm just imagining 8 Mile, the I'm movie totally 8 Mile. I'm totally imagining 8 Mile. So that's why I'm wondering, was there mum's spaghetti <laughs> on your jumper? Like, did you have a game plan or anything like that? Like mentally, what were you going through when you hit the finals? Yeah, there wasn't too much of a game plan, honestly. I did not expect to to make it past the heats. I was just entering the heats um, as something to do, as just from a love of poetry. It was just a small heat. It was three rounds. There was a local heat and then a, a state final, then a national final. I guess a little bit like A-Mile. It's a little bit different from, from rap battles and... Uh, you know, rap the rap kind of scene. We thought we couldn't let Solly go without uh, getting you a bit of live poetry. So are you happy to read us a little bit of your poem, Dragonfly in the Dark? Yeah, absolutely. So, yes, this is Dragonfly in the Dark, an excerpt from that poem. Pretty fresh as well, pretty new. Uh, so I hope you enjoy. Let's do it. To most people's surprise, we've been in darkness for a long time. But the dragonfly is coming into the light. It's a new day after a long night to let blue change what was white, where the truth stays to rewrite and old restraints become new heights. Because the storm rages on, blowing waves and spaces we thought were erased, flooding our homes, washing our clothes, and transforming the reality that we have always known. Shaking up routines with new things, crushing the old, breaking the mold, and reawakening our souls. Coming through our fingertips and flickering off the ballpoints of our pens, as powerful as a million superbolts striking the dark blue splashes of alas all at once. It comes to me. Oh! How about that? Solly Raphael there for you on All Day Breakfast with a little bit of slam poetry. I am a fan, my Love man. It. That is well incredible. Done, man. That was great.
<laughs> Thank you. Awesome stuff. Look, if you if you love Solly's poems, then please check out Solly's books, 29 Things You Didn't Know About Me. If you've got a young person in your life that you want to give maybe leading into Christmas, presents, a present for, or uh, just want to you know, plan for their future, please uh, grab 29 Things You Didn't Know About Me. Solly, you're an absolute inspiration. Thank you very much for joining us on Matt and I's All Day Breakfast. We can't wait to see what you've got planned next. Thanks for having me on the show. Day breakfast. Mm, drippy. Well, Matt, we're gradually eking our way towards the end of another large week, gargantuan week Ooh, of big, wasn't it? All day breakfast, but we've still got a little r- room in the tum for some talk back pud. Always room for pud, <laughs> and we do it as part of mailbag. Yeah, that's right. We uh, love getting all of your correspondence on at matt.n.alex on Instagram or sometimes mattandalex.com.au. We have a message box there, which you can always get in touch with. Um, Becky got in touch with us and regarding our talk back, when have you bought the wrong thing? And Becky said, I went to Glastonbury a few weeks back and the days before in London, I was in charge of buying my group's sleeping bags and camping equipment. We did the old Amazon next day delivery and on the day to leave for the festival, we picked up the packages and the sleeping bags were in one small parcel. When I opened the package up, I realized I had bought six sleeping bag covers. What, the little sack you stuff a sleeping bag into? (laughs) (laughs) No good. Well, hopefully the weather was okay for you there, Becky. Uh, Brooks also got in touch on the topic of what have you carried, saying, I bought two bar stools off Marketplace, and when I got to my car, I realized they didn't fit, so I had to walk home with two bar stools from West End to Wallen Gabber in Brisbane, oh which God. took over half an hour. Bro, I was trying to pick up bar stools. They were broken, and the guy who was selling me them had COVID. <laughs> I'd driven halfway across the city, so I couldn't, like, contest them with him. And I was talking to Belle, and she was talking to the sister of the guy who she'd bought them on, and it was just the worst sitting outside this guy. I could hear him coughing inside, but I'm like, excuse me, um, they're the wrong stools, and he wasn't re- responding. So, look. There's some, I mean, when have you when have barstool purchases gone wrong? Is maybe our next talk back. <laughs> Getting so uh, we got a voice message from Courtney uh, regarding the topic of what's your whiff? Yeah, what unusual smell do you like? Let's have a listen to Courtney. Hi, Matt and Alex. It's Courtney here from Brisbane. I'm just listening to what's your whiff, and I wanted to weigh in on the dog's toes smelling like popcorn. We call that Frito toes, and they absolutely do. I love the smell of my dog's feet. It's the weirdest thing. My partner thinks I'm crazy. But if you go on some of the dog pages on Facebook, everyone can attest to Frito toes. So it's a thing. Oh, my God. That is (laughs) disgusting. (laughs) Frito toes. Yeah. Dog people really are weird, aren't they? Um, there's certain elements, there's certain elements where you do go, okay, that's probably, that's probably out of my wheelhouse. Oh boy. And I think, I think sniffing their paws is, is probably getting to that section for me as well. Cause, cause it's named <laughs> after the, the fr- Fritos are a, you know, American chip brand. Yeah. And, uh, and look, Frito, dog's Frito feet odor is caused by bacteria and yeast that <laughs> thrives in between your dog's paw pads. Mm, mm, mm. Give me more of that bacteria and yeast. <laughs> oh boy! All right, well, sit, boo boo, sit. <laughs> We're gonna move on from Good there. Dog. But honestly, thank you very much for all Wait. the feedback. What? 
Gonna move on to the final drop, Matt. Well, we've got one final drop to do, Alex Dyson. I thought you'd forgotten about it. The combination of a big week of dropping that currency. Uh, please get your ears ready. Turn up the volume because you are about to hear the fifth and last drop in the 2022 Drop Dad Coin World Championships. That's right. If you are listening to this, you are the best in the world. And if you listen to the last four drops as well, the last four days, and then message those and the answer to today's ones to Alex, or hit us on the website, mattandalex.com.au. You could be in Monday's grand finale. World Championship Grand Final. We're going to be doing it, everyone, in the same Zoom from all around the world. Ready? Now, Alex Dyson, previously in the last four, myself and, you know, say our guest dropper, Tom Cashman, we've we've chosen the coin. Mm. But today, mm. I'm going to leave this completely up to chance. Now, we're in completely different rooms right now, all right? Yes. Now, I have, in my two hands have separated the six coins. Okay, I've got three in each hand. Five, ten. <laughs> I've got, okay. no, th- this is in no order, but I've from five to two. So five cent, ten cent, twenty cent, fifty cent, one dollar coin and two dollar coin. I've mixed them all up. Yep. All right. That's- They're in two different hands. I want you to choose left or right. Left. Okay, here we go. I'm going to discard the right. They're out. Okay, they're out. Now I'm going to split up my left and right. One two, and two. Two coins are going in one hand, one hand coins are going in the other. I'm going you to guess. go left again. And that's the coin. That's the hand with only one coin Ooh, in it. Okay, okay, here we go. We've well, got Matt, a coin. For the last time this week, I want you to... Drop it up. <laughs> here we go. Three, two, one. Oh, final big roll that to finish was a, the week. That was a very satisfying <laughs> drop, wasn't it? And Matt didn't even choose what it was. It was Ooh. left up to chance. Very long body on that one. But it gives you all the more opportunity to make sure that you know what our fifth and final coin is. Now's the time to message. I reckon you've got about 36 hours to get your guesses in. Make sure you've gone back, got all of them right, dotted your I's, crossed your T's varnished your 20s and made sure that you're entering the competition. We had about five finalists last time. Oh, no, we had we had about, or I'd say there was almost 15. 15 people on the Zoom? Yeah. Was there? Oh, it I was big. Was just five on my screen to start with. Yeah, and then uh, and, and so you, you'll need a piece of paper to do your live guessing. Anyways, look, <laughs> you've got to be in it to win it. Take a guess. Even if you maybe you missed episode, go back, try and find them, and uh, chuck it in. Because we, I guess we can also announce what prize we're going to be giving people, and it's a whole new all-day breakfast set of merchandise. You'll be the first one to get it. Ooh-wee. Now that sounds spicy. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening this week. We will catch you next time here on All Day Breakfast. Bye-bye. That's it. The All Day Breakfast kitchen is closed. Got something to add to the show? Slide into our DMs at matt.and.alex.